Good morning and happy Easter. And normally we do the routine. The Lord is risen, and then you answer, He's risen indeed. We can't do it now, but I hope very soon we come back, and then we'll be able to resume our Sunday mornings and every meeting as we used to. Let's keep praying for that. It's Easter, and again, Happy Easter. Before I say anything, I'd like to uh, first thank Randy and uh, Sonia for all the hard work to prepare this magnificent Easter presentation. Your untiring work and labor will not be in vain in the Lord. And thank you, worship team, each and every one of you. You have done a great job, beautiful hymns, and uh, you never missed a beat. And uh, Randy, thank you for the solo by Jordan. Uh, it was wonderful, simply wonderful. And the song, If It Weren't For Grace, that was a masterpiece. I was personally affected by it. Did you notice also that the worship team had some guests singing with them? I mentioned Natalie, uh, Elisa, Caitlin, Taylor, and Ramey. I hope I did not forget anyone else. Bless you all. Bless you all for what you did. Finally, the children's choir. They are simply angels singing. I enjoyed each and every one of them. May the Lord bless them and grow them to be men and women serving the Lord in his church. And thank you all. Thank you again. May the Lord continue to bless you in this great ministry, the ministry of music. And we are thank thankful that you have blessed our hearts and may you continue until the Lord comes and take us to be with him. Amen. Now back to Easter. As a young man, D.L. Moody was called upon suddenly to preach a funeral sermon. He hunted all through the four Gospels trying to find one of Christ's funeral sermons. But search in vain. He found that Christ broke up every funeral he attended. Death could not exist where he was. Hallelujah. Amen. When the dead heard his voice, they sprang to life. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is the central fact of Christian history and the solid foundation of our faith. On it, the church is built. Without it, there would be no Christian church today. Jesus' resurrection is unique. Other religions have strong ethical systems, concepts about paradise and the afterlife, and various books 
they follow. Only, only Christianity has a God who became a human, went to the cross for his people, and was raised in power and glory to rule his church forever. And as we celebrate Eastern today, we look at the empty tomb and shout, Oh, death, where is what? Your victory. Death has been defeated. Jesus is alive and gave us the assurance as he promised, because I live, you shall live also. John fourteen nineteen. Jesus was looking forward to his resurrection life. It would be the pledge of life for all who trusted him. Even if, even if they should die, they would be raised again to die no more. And today, I want to read a few verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. Now, I make known to you, Brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to, twelve, to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 brethren at one time, most of whom remain until now, but some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, as it were, to one untimely born, he appeared to me also. May God bless his word. Let's say a word of prayer. We thank you, Father, for this day, Easter day, where we celebrate the resurrection from among the dead of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to meditate briefly on a few words here today. And then continue the day, all celebrating the resurrection of the one who saved us and delivered us from sin. In his name we pray. Amen. Resurrection and what it means. I prepared this message to preach it full length, but since we are pressed for time, I will give you some, some points briefly. Uh, the very first point, salvation plan has been accomplished. In Jesus' resurrection from amongst the dead, salvation plan have been accomplished. Remember that. After this, the Bible says in John 19, 28, Jesus, knowing that all things have already been accomplished in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. Then he said, it is finished. Meaning that the work that saves, that's what he came for. 
is finished. He was crucified and disowned and took our place on the cross of shame. And he died bearing our sins. He was buried and on the third day he rose victorious. Then he ascended to heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. The work his father had given him to do, he did. The pouring out of his soul as an offering for sin, the work of redemption and of atonement, all this and more, including his death, burial and ascension, were as certain as if already accomplished. So the Lord Jesus could announce that the way had been provided. The road had been paved whereby sinners could be saved. Now salvation is by faith through the grace of God. For the work has been done by Jesus. And all we have to do is to enter into his eternal rest. So we can stand this morning and shout. Thank God for the finished work. Thank God for the finished work of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, on the cross of Calvary. And he is alive. He is risen indeed. So the first point is salvation plan has been accomplished. The second point, and that will be my last, we have a companion. We have a real friend and a companion for the road, or if you will please, for this journey. Life is a mystery. Our earthly life is filled with experiences, challenges, expectations, and so on. As we journey, we go through a lot of changes and varied situations. So the Lord made it possible for us not to face it alone. He made himself available to help us through by walking with us every step of the way. His encouraging words still ring in our ears. I will never leave you nor ever forsake you. You find it in Hebrews 13.5. His abiding presence is always with us. Remember his last words to the disciples before his ascension. And lo, what I am with you always, even to the end of the age. David said, God is my shepherd. I don't need a thing. I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Isn't that beautiful? For goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. A secure journey when he is our companion. And you know, I think about it every day. Most of the times. I don't know how people live 
without Jesus. I cannot imagine myself living half a second without having Jesus as my companion. Ever since I got saved, I think of this point all the time. I cannot make it without Jesus. And I thank God, whatever the situation is, he walks with us and he is with us. He is the companion of this road that we are going through. And he will take our hands and lead us regardless of the situation. Notice, notice also that how he approached the two disciples on Resurrection Day. There were two disciples going home. And they were not happy, the least to say. Disappointed, depressed, discussing things which had taken place in Jerusalem. And the Bible says, and he began traveling with them. Oh, what a savior. What a companion. He looks for people who are downhearted, brokenhearted, dissatisfied. Like these two, depressed. So depressed. Well, their hero died. Their hero was crucified. And now he is in the tomb. And he began... He began walking with these two. What a companion. He cleared their minds. He relieved their hearts. He took away their fears. He dissipated their confusion. He strengthened their faith. He broke bread with them and opened their eyes. And left them with burning hearts to go and spread with joy, spread with joy, the good news of Easter. And you know what? Though they were tired, they walked about seven, they say seven to ten miles, all the way from Jerusalem to their uh, home in Emmaus. And when they reached there, and you know the story goes, the Bible says he pretended that he wanted to go further, but they invited him. They told him, come. He just, he just really relieved them and he revived them. And then they invited him. He stayed, broke bread with them. And they discovered that he was Jesus Christ, the great companion in the road. He, he, he did not only relieve them. He did not only gave them the joy that was stolen from them by the devil and his demons. He gave them a message. He gave them a responsibility. And he told them, go, that is the message. And tell your friends, the disciples, 
Go tell them, the Lord has really risen. Luke 24, 34. The Lord has really risen. What a Savior, what a dear companion, and what a precious friend. What do you think these two did? Oh, we're tired, we'll go tomorrow. They couldn't. Their hearts were burning. They packed up and went back to Jerusalem. And when they met with the disciples, they gave them the message. The Lord has really risen and Jesus came and visited the disciples. And how thankful we are that the Lord has visited each and every one of us. When we were so low, when we were lost, when we were sinking in sin, and when we didn't know what to do, he came to us. He searched for us. We're completely lost and saved each and every one. And he is still able to save those who come to him by faith and ask him to come into their hearts. And on top of this, he encourages us today to go to this world and project his image. So, my word to you this morning, or rather this afternoon now, let us cling to him and his companionship. You know what he is, a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 18:24. What a companion, what a loyal friend who accomplishes all he has promised. I believe in his promises. I tell you, I believe in what he says. And I tell you one thing, every promise he has given, he has accomplished. And there's one promise that we're all waiting for it. We are waiting for that promise. I am coming back. And you find that promise in Revelation 22:12. Behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. I am coming back. And the promise, the last promise that he is going to accomplish. Have faith, dear Christian. Rejoice, dear Christian, on this Easter day that the one that the disciples saw him going up, he is going to come down. And we are coming to meet him in the air. And there we shall see him there. He is alive. He ascended to his father. Yes. And he wants us to follow his footsteps. Wherever we go. Until the day that we see him face to face. Is he going to fulfill his promise? I tell you with all my heart. Yes. And a million yes. And are we prepared to meet him? Are we prepared to see his face? We've been waiting for a long time. And on this Easter day, we can rejoice that hopefully the long wait is going to end very soon. And we shall hear the trumpet sound. And let me address any 
moment, anyone this afternoon, who does not have this companion, Jesus Christ, in this difficult journey. He doesn't have him as his Savior. I ask you to open your heart and accept him as, his, as your Savior. Confess your sins to him. And he's available. He's knocking at the door of your heart. He says, I'm standing at the door and I am knocking. If you hear my voice and also you need a only thing to open your heart and opens the door, I will come into him. And what will happen? He, the same thing he did with the disciples. I will sup with him. I'll have dinner with him and relieve him and change him. Would you take him? as your Savior. On this Easter day, then Easter would mean something different to you. You would know very well that Jesus Christ is alive in your heart and then you will have a happy Easter. Then you will start living. Would you take him as your Savior? And have a happy Easter. Amen. Happy Easter to you all. May the Lord bless you on this day. Amen. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we just rejoice that we have a living Savior. Job of all said, I know my Redeemer lives. Long, long time ago by faith and we know very well you are alive and we're waiting for that last promise and you will come and we will be with you i am coming quickly we live on this promise so lord jesus until then until then Help our hearts to be clinging to you, to love you more, to obey you more, especially rejoicing on this beautiful day, the Easter day. And help us to project what you told these disciples. Go and tell people that he is risen. In, one, in your wonderful name, we ask and pray. Amen. The meeting is over. God bless you. And uh, hope to see you next Sunday.